0: What's up, Painless Flipping Podcast listeners? Before we dive into today's episode, I've got something special for you. Recently, I had the pleasure of joining an amazing podcast, and I wanted to share that conversation with you all. It's a fantastic discussion you won't wanna miss. So without further ado, let's jump into that crossover episode and hear what we had to say. Enjoy. Welcome
1: to the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, where we provide actionable steps to help you get your first or next real estate deal. Now, during this episode, you're going to discover exactly how to wholesale successfully. Now, for those of you who are new, my name is Sean Young, today's host, and I love all things real estate. Now, before I introduce you to our incredible guest speaker today, I want to make a request that if at any point in the show, you like what you're hearing, please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And make sure to take a look in the description of this episode as we've packed it with thousands of dollars in free resources. Now today, we have the privilege to learn from a man who prior to his career in real estate ran a music venue slash cereal bar. But all that changed when he decided that he wanted to go all in in real estate. I would describe our next guest as someone who's not afraid to put himself out there. I'd like to introduce you guys to the one, the only, Nathan Payne. Nathan. Woo. I love it, man. <laughs> a great, great intro. I love it,
0: man. That's awesome. Thank you.
1: You deserve it, man. You deserve it, man. Glad, Glad to have you here.
0: Oh, so so yeah, Nathan, pleasure! Man,
1: can you tell our listeners just a little bit about your background and where you come from?
0: Yeah, of course. So I I'm originally grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, after high school, I went on a two-year mission for my church where I talked to people about Jesus Christ for two years nonstop. Didn't didn't date, didn't watch movies, didn't do anything. I just I just talked about the word. And then after two years, I, I went to college and, and graduated from college at BYU, Idaho. It was a sister school of Brigham Young University in Utah. Went there, met my, at the time, business partner. Uh, we're no longer business partners, but we're homies. Um, met my business partner who was uh, doing real estate. I was doing door-to-door sales. I made a lot of money. I was really good at sales. My last year of college, I opened up a cereal bar, a music venue where people could come in, chill and hang out, uh, graduated from college, sold the business, uh, moved to Utah, decided to stop doing door-to-door because I was doing door-to-door the whole time. And I said, where can I make money with sales and not move all over the country every, every summer? Bam, wholesaling, real estate, got into it, been doing it ever since.
1: Nice, nice. Man, that's that's awesome. Great background, man. Like you, you were doing a lot. You were, you've been busy. You've been busy. Oh,
0: I'm always busy, man. And that's, I guess, that's the thing I've learned is you don't get chill out. You know, you don't want to be too busy or uh, you won't get anything done. So I, I've been, I've learned that, and it's been a little bit better for me. Great, great balance. Now, before yep.
1: we we dive into the steps on how you successfully wholesale, Nate, you would contribute a lot of your success to your ability to have a daily routine and stay
0: consistent. Why do you think this has played such a huge role in your success? Oh my gosh, man, it's crazy because like my mind is just built to just want to do everything. I have ADHD. Uh I do take Adderall right now. I take a little bit of medicine to calm me down, but still I want to do everything. I think everything's a good idea and that might not even be attributed to ADD, but I do I think I can do more. I think I can multitask like crazy and what you learn is um, you really can't be successful or uh, productive if you multitask. So I I plan out my day. I wake up every morning at 4:30. I I uh, write out what I'm gonna do. I time block. I have my 90 day goals that every day whatever I do is tied to achieving that. I mean I'm I'm a I'm a goal setting machine. That's what I do, and that's I think that's what's helped me get successful.
1: Nice man, I love the energy, brother. I love the energy. And what makes the nationwide real estate mastery (laughs) podcast show unique is that each and every show comes with detailed actionable steps to get you to your first or next deal. That way you can pull these steps out of the show, create a blueprint on exactly how to implement what's being covered today. Now, all you guys have to do is visit Nate's link. That's going to be in the description and get the key takeaways that he's generously offered our audience today as well. So as many of you guys know, um this this is the the show that's all about breaking it down so Nate tell us how did you get your your first deal
0: yeah man so i uh, me and my buddy you know we didn't really know anything about real estate I had no knowledge we just started dialing fsbos you know for fisbos and you know that didn't really work so we we went on facebook and we said hey you know, who, who, who in the area uh, can we connect network with that uh, is into, into wholesaling, whatever, because that's what we're doing at the time and we still do it, but that's what we, we put out. So some guy that was friends with my buddy was like, Hey, I work for a broker. He's interested in wholesaling. Come on by. We swung by the brokers. Like, look, I had a dream. I'm, tr- I'm supposed to get into wholesaling. You, you guys want to be a part of this. I'll give you an office to work. I'll give you a dialer. I'll give you a mojo dialer. I'll give you lists. list. Any deal you get from wholesaling, you keep any deals that come from that you can't wholesale, let me list. Okay, cool. So we did it. Got on that mojo dialer. We're dialing the expired listings for about three months straight. Mm-hmm. Got our first deal. Uh a guy named Donald from Croatia behind in a pre-foreclosure, you know, giving up on life because he's trying to go back to Croatia. He was about to lose his house, lost his job. And uh, you know, we we would we were new to this, so we we're like. You know, we go knock on his door in the middle of the day because he wouldn't answer his phone, you know, and we, we, Donald, what's up, man? We're trying to, we're trying to talk to you, man. And he'd, he'd get up off of the couch where he's sleeping and be like, what do you guys want? And we'd be like, yo, dude, we're trying to buy this house. Let's go. And, you know, after maybe four or five visits of knocking on his door, you know, we finally came to an agreement and, um, you know, wholesaled the property for 5k, big old fiver.
1: That is nice, nice. <laughs> the first deal was for 5K, man. But what happened there is that you proved the concept. It became real at that point, right?
0: Oh, it was real. And it felt good. You know, it was like, hey, we helped this guy out. You know, he's about to just, just rot in his house. But, you know, we sold the house. He had some equity in it. And he he's in Croatia having a great time. I think he even wanted to start like a fish farm or something crazy. So, you know, hopefully he's got some fishes he's working with, you know, having a good time in Croatia.
1: So, So after that first deal, what were some of your early struggles after that? Oh man, there's always struggles.
0: Um, Hiring, we uh, we tried to hire too quick. We Mm -hmm. hired a bunch of our buddies uh, from college, and we paid them fifteen dollars an hour to cold call part time. That blew all our money, and um, you know we were back at zero. We spent sent out mailers, got a fat deal for mailers, spent all the money we made from that on marketing. You know, (laughs) it's it was just never really consistent for a long time. So we we'd get a deal, spend it all. Get a deal, spend it all. And uh, in the meantime, you're just trying to learn the business, grow it. So, yeah, man, I mean, I got I got problems for days. I mean, <laughs> some of the early struggles is it's crazy.
1: I, I am so sure that our audience appreciates that transparency because, you know, a lot of folks are always talking about, you know, the, the parade, the popcorn, the, the, pot, the cotton candy, you know, all the good, sweet stuff about wholesaling real estate. But not too many people talk about, you know, the struggles that or the challenges that they, they've went through or, or may continue oh. to go through.
0: Yeah, man, they haven't heard me, man. I'll tell you all everything bad about it because <laughs> I think it's important to know what you're getting into. Um, the thing with wholesale is great. It's it, Real estate's great, but if you're not uh, consistent, if you're not gonna work hard, if you don't know how to make offers every day, if you don't know how to talk to people, good luck. I mean, good luck, good luck succeeding in anything if you're not consistent, right? So Indeed. I think people see the flash, they see the cars, they see all the guys, and I'm the opposite. I'm like, hey, you want this? Get ready to work. Indeed, indeed. So so Nate, break down your organization. What does that look like today? What do you guys, how are you guys moving? Yeah, so my organization has changed a lot recently since the market shift. So me and my business partner actually split up, Uh, you know, parted ways and we were, you know, not we're amicably split, like everything's cool. But I mm-hmm. talked to Tom Kroll, you know, we both know Tom and he's like, dude, you don't need a business partner. What are you doing? And I was like, well, I mean, I guess I don't. I guess I don't need a business partner. So we we split, and the market shift happened. We had, you know, a large team. We had, you know, a couple acquisition reps, couple leads managers, dispositions managers. We were doing some good amount of deals every month. But you know, once the market shift happened, it was a little bit more difficult. We were using virtual assistants as our acquisition reps. So when Tom Kroll told me, "Hey, forget that business partnership. You don't need it." Mm-hmm. I talked to my business partner, said, Hey, look, dude, you can, you can basically have the wholesaling company. Like it's, it, I don't even care. I shifted my, I pivoted my business. So it's me and my V uh, three VAs that mm-hmm. help with my coaching business. And they help me analyze deals and look for deals on the MLS. So I'm a very lean machine. Like and anything I make, it's, it's all me. Like, I don't have to pay any overhead, for any any reps, anything. I do deals, what's called, I call it the painless wholesaling method. It's just reverse wholesaling. I don't really market at all. I just look at deals on the MLS. I look at deals from other wholesalers and I know my buyers in the area. I link them up. I do deals like that. So okay. I'm a very lean operation. I'm not I'm not like a big company like I used to be. And to be honest, I don't even want a big company like that. I had it, it's cool, it's a lot of work. I'd rather just do a couple deals a month, keep all the money, and uh, you know, focus on my coaching business. Nice,
1: nice, man. I love that, man. Do you have a, a personal assistant? Is one of your VAs like an assistant for you
0: as well, or do you have yeah. anything like that? God yeah, my, VA, my VAs do everything, bro. They they do everything from social media posting to analyzing deals to making workflows in my CRM for, for uh, email funnels. I mean, I've t- taught them everything. They're the greatest VAs I've ever – you could ever imagine because – I I used to hire VAs and pay them. I tried to find the cheapest ones I could do, like three to five bucks. Mm-hmm. Then I went out and started hiring VAs that from the Philippines at seven fifty, and you get some freaking talent, bro. Like some some smart, you know, great English, little accents. Like my VAs can do anything in the world. I mean, they're great. I love them.
1: So that's
0: my VAs can do everything.
1: Nice, nice, man. I, I love it. I definitely agree. VAs play play a huge part in my business. I actually own and operate a, a VA business as well, brother. So I know the importance of having good VAs. Yes, so sure. let, me, let, let me ask you this, Nate. Are you in multiple markets? Are you doing this locally now that you don't have the partnership?
0: Uh, we were nationwide when we were doing this whole thing. Uh, but now we've, we, I'm on one market, master one area, tight with 10, 15 buyers in my market, bring them deals, one area. one. one it's easy. It's easy just to be focused on one area. That, so that's that's where we're at. But I do also have a website called sellyourdeal.io where people come in and they say, hey, I need help find a buyer. Mm-hmm. I do know how to find, um, obviously, buyers anywhere. I did nationwide for like two years. And, uh, yeah, so I, I can do it. But for me, myself, in the reverse wholesaling model, it's that uh, one market.
1: What um, I know that you said that you initially had VAs that were out of the Philippines that were doing acquisitions for you how how does acquisitions look now for you now that you you've scaled things down
0: yeah so they were actually colombian um my vAs now are from the philippines but the the acquisition reps were colombian and uh, now i i do the i do everything like it's just me like i if i see a deal uh, my VA will say, Hey man, I saw this deal come across the MLS. Like what you, do you have a buyer for it? Or, I mean, I think you should look at it. So then I'm like, yeah, okay. Let me, let me text my guy, Nate Worthen. Right. Let me text him and see if he wants it. So the acquisitions part, which I'm extremely good at is I don't really have to do too much of, you know, cause I'm just really sniping deals.
1: Nice. Nice. So what do you do on it? I mean, I see you out there a lot, you know, posting, you know, live stuff and, You know, it seems like you're doing something almost every day, man. Can you tell our listeners about what you, what you got going out there that you're sharing with folks?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, basically any question that anyone has, I go live and I answer that question and I, I uh, call sellers. I call agents. I, I, I show you how to do it. So, that's pretty much what I do every day, all day is I'm building this, uh, you know, the business to help people grow. I have a community that's like super cheap that people can join. Like it's a monthly program. And my goal is just to help the community out. Right. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, do I like doing real estate? Yeah, I like it. But what do I like more? I like working with people more, I like being able to help work with specific, they call them students. I don't, I call them in my program, it's called club. So it's like club members. So that's what I'm doing every day, man. I'm just trying to give back. Go live, show people how to do stuff. Nice, nice, man. I love it, man. Now, guys, as a reminder, at any point
1: in the show, if you like what you're hearing, if you like what Nate is laying out there, please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. It's your engagement that drives us to keep this doing this for the community for free. So so Nate, let, let me ask you something, brother. What are, mm-hmm. what are your monthly expenses like for marketing and stuff looking like? I know you said you don't market that much, but you know how does your operation look from a, a monthly operating budget?
0: So if you're looking at the wholesale side, like uh, the real estate side, it's batch leads and I pay $299. That's the only thing I pay for right now. That has to do with uh, um, marketing on websites.
1: Guys, are, are you hearing that out there? $299. He, he didn't just say he's spending $10,000
0: a month. He, he's spending two ninety nine. I did. I did spend all that. I mean, we all have, right? We've, all, have, been I mean, we,
1: we've, we've all, all been, been there. We've
0: all been there. And and for me, this is what was happening to me. And to be completely transparent, I was running, we were doing tons of deals and I'd get a deal that was like 147000 And I wouldn't even be that stoked about it, bro. Because I know the way I was running things, I, obviously I'm not the greatest you know, business owner, but I had to pay pretty much everyone in the company, pay the marketing. And then me and my business partner had to split everything 50-50. So at the end, like- it was good, but I was like, man, there's got to be a better way. And I honestly think having a business partner um, makes it really hard if you split everything 50-50 in the beginning to make good money. I know I was there, you know? Indeed,
1: indeed. I hear that a lot, and you're right. One of our good buddies and, and mentors, Tom Crow, says that all the time. You know, don't partner. <laughs> it just doesn't make a lot of yeah, sense.
0: That's, that's, that's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> and we've all been there. Like you say. we have all been there. We've all made these mistakes, and, and that's what, what you do. You fail your way forward. You know right. what what keeps you doing this man like why do you, what's your big why
0: Uh, dude, I, I, my goal is to really, my goal in in the end of thing is to teach people and help people develop, uh, I I'm, I'm going to get churchy on you. I'm going to get, um, you know, religious on you, but my goal is to help people develop Christ-like attributes. Right. So, and what that means is like honesty, integrity, love, service, humility, like the things that I believe are the most important to have in life, despite how much money you make or what job you do. So what pushes me forward is like, look, I'm using real estate as a platform, showing people how to make Money, But also say, look, look, you got to be a good person. You got to you got to treat people right. Um, You might have that old lady, that grandma who, you know, you can make a ton of money on because she doesn't know the value of her home. But it's better to tell her all her options. It's better to show her what her what she should do. And then if she does decide to work with you, which happens 90 percent of the time, you sleep good at night. Right. Right. And and there's a ton of people that I, I called an agent today and he's like, oh, you're a wholesaler?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a wholesaler and I fix and flip, I do everything. What's going on?" And he just like immediately just didn't want to talk to me. I'm like, "Hey man, I kind of feel like you have a problem with me and I'm, you know, I, I'm sorry if I did anything to offend you." And he's like, "No, it's not you. I just get a, my time wasted a lot." And you know, I was able to understand like, "Hey, hey man, this is the first time we've ever talked, Mr. Agent, but that that's not how I roll." And um, you know, I was able to kind of get him off back, you know, back him up off of his uh, you know, I guess him being upset or annoyed. But uh, I, th- I think that's what's important. No matter what you do in life, the goal, what keeps me going forward is teaching people, no matter what you do, do it the right way.
1: Nice, nice, man. That, that is huge. Very, very big. And I, I love your, your moral compass. I love where, where things are coming from. That definitely plays a huge role and it shows why you're successful. You know, what, you, what, what, what if the market is, um, you know, what if the market turns? What are you guys going to do? Like the market is turning. It has shifted. You know, are are you guys concerned about this this shift that we're having right now, economically and with the the real estate market itself?
0: Yeah. So what I teach people is the verse the reverse wholesaling route because if you just go, in my opinion, if you just go and spend tons and tons of money in a market that you're not familiar with, like it's going to be hard to do the acquisitions because you're like, well, who's still buying and is this a deal for them still? You know, with a lot of the buyers sitting on the sidelines. So I know what my buyers are buying because I talk mm-hmm. to them. And I find it for them. So that's how I've shifted. That's what I recommend people to do.
1: For folks that, that don't know, what, what does reverse wholesaling mean? What does that mean?
0: Um, the traditional way of wholesaling that they te- a lot of people teach is they just go and market and find a deal. And once they find a deal, then they worry about getting a buyer. I say that is that is what has worked over the last two years, and that's fine. I did, the, I did that too. I didn't care about the buyers. But right now, you have to care about the buyers because they're the ones that are paying you. And it's uh, it's more of a buyer's uh, market right now, right? It's not a seller's market. So you 100%. need to be able to know what they want. And um, did I say that correct? It's a buyer's market. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you gotta. That's that's how, what reverse wholesaling is. Put have the buyers in mind. Know what their uh, buy box is. Go find it, and then your marketing is more targeted. You're spending less money. Guys, what what Nate is saying is like this. It's like someone
1: walking into a sandwich shop. And you just handing them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich versus you asking them, Hey, what do you want? And I'll make it for you. I'll bring, I'll hand it over to you. Now, if they don't want to pay for the sandwich, now we've got a problem. Hey, I I made you exactly what you wanted. Well, you know, what's the deal. So it's much easier to sell a sandwich that someone asked for in this market. It's a buyer's market versus just handing them a sandwich and hoping that they pay for it simply because they're starving for food. We're not in that day and age right now.
0: Exactly. And that's, I think that's the shift. And I think what needs, how you pivot and you excel in this market is you do the reverse wholesaling route, the painless wholesaling method. I I deem it. I call it, you, you get good at sales. You get good at acquisitions, like talking to people, walking them through their options and you get really good at creative financing. Cause that's, what's going to get, this is where the time, if you're good at creative financing, you can start picking up properties. So those are the three things I've done to pivot. And I recommend everyone do that as well.
1: Nice. Nice. What's one of the biggest lessons you've learned along your journey?
0: Um, to surround yourself with the right people. Um, in the very beginning, I was I looked at you as everyone as competition because I always I thought everyone was trying to get my deals, so I didn't really network with people. Mm-hmm. Now I'm the network. I'm a networking machine because I know the only way to grow is to surround yourself with other like minded people.
1: Absolutely, man. That that is a hundred percent spot on. Man, what what do you think your life would be like if you never found real estate and and you you were still you know working at the cereal bar? You're in the music industry slash cereal bar.
0: <laughs> Probably be good. I mean, I I I mean, I would say that my life because of real estate has pushed me to new heights where I I I'm more efficient, more effective a better person because i'm trying to be the best i can be but you know if i was at the cereal bar so i'd probably be just kicking it with a bowl of cereal in my hand listening to some music not you know not probably not trying to level up as much or you know be as uh productive right so yeah i would say i, I wouldn't be as a productive person as i am today
1: okay okay for someone that's just getting started out here nate if they are are you know they've got a hundred dollars to, to work with they've got a nine to five um, you know, they're 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 wanting to get started. They want to make a life changing shift. What advice would you have for them to get started with wholesaling? What should they do?
0: So they got a hundred dollars?
1: They've got about a hundred dollars to to spend per month, is what they're saying. They've got a hundred dollars. I'd say
0: I'd say you gotta give that to to, to Sean and he'll tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah, no, I would I would say don't spend any money. Go find some buyers. And then find out their criteria and then look for it on the MLS for free. And uh, you just make off low, make the offers that they want you to make on properties. And then you're saving them time so they feel the value.
1: Great piece of advice. So basically, guys, Nathan has just eliminated any excuse that you guys could put up there to say, hey, I don't have the money. I don't have the know-how. He's laid out a bunch of methods on how you can get started in our industry, how you can develop relationships, and how you can overcome the barriers that are, are keeping people away from you know, having life-changing money opportunities. That's right. man. so we've made it to what I like to call the rapid fire session of the show. And this is where I'm going to ask you a question. And you tell me the first thing that comes to mind.
0: Let's do it. I'm ready.
1: Let's roll. All right, man. On a scale of one to 10, how strict were your parents?
0: Uh, Six.
1: Get up early or stay up late? Early. How many hours of sleep do you get? Six. Favorite or last book read?
0: Um, the Slight Edge.
1: Okay. If you could be any superhero, who would it be?
0: Oh man, Spider Man just came to my head, but you know, I probably wouldn't be Spider Man, but I'll say Spider Man.
1: Okay. Something that everyone should do less
0: of. Complain.
1: Something that everyone should do more of.
0: Serve more. Give back more.
1: NFTs, bang or bust.
0: I have no idea. Bang. I don't know what what anything about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you stay in your lane, huh? Yeah. If you had one wish, what would it be, Nathan?
0: um that's a great question man um to give everyone a hug (laughs) no idea
1: to be able to spread love out there man
0: spread love yeah give everyone a hug if you need
1: a hug you need some love i'll give it to you there you go nate's your man nate's your man so nathan um what final thoughts would you want to share with our audience out there before we
0: wrap things up you know what i think I think uh, that a lot of people struggle with staying focused and and trying to do one thing, and that's me, right? But if you want to be successful in anything, pick what it is and then go for it. You know, don't. There's no excuses like why you, you know, why you can't be successful. If there's one thing you want, go for it. You know, so that'd be my one thing is like don't get distracted with a thousand things. Pick one you want and go for it.
1: Nice. Great piece of advice. How can our audience out there get a hold of you, man? You've dropped a lot of great information. You know, I'm sure folks are going to want to be able to to reach out there. How can they do that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can hit me up on uh, YouTube, Nathan Payne. Uh, That's you just have to search Nathan Payne. I'll be there. It's actually Nathan Payne Investor Thrive TV. But you just type Nathan Payne. My Facebook is Facebook group is Painless Wholesaling Group. And I, I talk to people I go live every day in the Facebook group and train people for free. And uh, if you want to hit me up on Instagram, hit me up uh, Nathan Payne official. So those are the kind of the three platforms I tell people to hit me up on is Facebook, Facebook group, um, YouTube and Instagram. Perfect, perfect. And I'll be sure to leave a, a link for those in the description as well. So
1: we'll make that very easy for you guys. Cool. Thanks. Brother, man, I want to thank you for coming out on today's show and sharing so much valuable information. It's It's been a pleasure, man. It's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. I mean, I know me and you haven't really, uh, you know, ever got talked too much, but, you know, I feel like I know you and I, I feel like we b- both have the same goals to help each other, help each other out, help other people out. So it's fun. A hundred percent, brother. I'm looking forward to to coming out and supporting your show as well
1: soon. So Absolutely. That's tomorrow, right? It's we tomorrow. Got- it's tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> you get ready, bro. I got some rapid fire for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. And, you know, to our listeners out there, you guys have made it to the end of the show. So I want you to give yourselves a pat on the back because most people never finish what they start and you just did. Now, if you got any value out of today's show, please share it with a friend or on your Facebook page. Like the video, subscribe to our channel and send us topics that you want to learn more about. So until the next episode, You can catch me on any one of my social media platforms. I'll see you guys on the other side. Thank you so much for being with us today, Nate.